Previously on the Some News Podcast. <laughs> Liam Fox says the government should stop ring fencing. I agree. Use a proper sword like everyone else, you pervs. Researchers say you can tell how intelligent someone is by looking at their Facebook likes. This shows more intelligent people who study at a good university are more likely to do proper research rather than around with this Facebook stuff. Sandy Toxvik said the Duchess of Cambridge doesn't hold a single opinion. Well, never held back Nick Clegg. Mr. Stephen Allen's somenews.co.uk, the podcast. Hello, and thank you for downloading and listening to another one of my Some News podcasts. Since the last one, it's been a weird time. Kind of been a bit down, to be honest. I, I cheered myself up. I bought some new shoes from a trendy shop. Shoes are the only thing I can buy from those shops these days, as they're the only item that still fits. I might be tall and wide, but I have average size feet. And you know what they say about the size of a man's feet? That's not a compliment, actually, is it, in this situation? Oh, well. You shouldn't be surprised. They do a shop called High and Mighty, not High and Lengthy. What are you expecting? Do you know, I don't know if I should really mention about feeling a bit down in a podcast. I don't know. Is it odd to be that honest? I'm reminded of the wise words of Dizzy Rascal. Some people think I'm bonkers, but I just think I'm free. Some people think I'm bonkers, but I just think I'm free. Hmm, that's deep. Well, if you live your life in a way where you don't let the judgment of society affect your actions, then you, my friend, are free. But if you sit in the corner dribbling and flinging your own poo around, probably bonkers. It's, just not, it's not actually that tricky to work out, is it? Uh, anyway, in this edition, holy smoke, we got a new Pope. Dem lib dem troubles. And you can't drink here, you're barred. Let's crack on. Mr. Stephen Allen's Some News Podcast. The main news. Exciting times in Pope news. We were watching the Vatican trying to see if the smoke that came out was black or white, which according to MP David Lammy, made us all racist. Yes, the BBC tweeted, Will the smoke be black or white? And David Lammy tweeted back saying, That tweet from the BBC is crass and unnecessary. Do we really need silly innuendo about the race of the next Pope? So it turns out David didn't know the thing about black smoke, no Pope, white smoke, new Pope, that system that they use. But hang on, that means he thought they picked the colour of the smoke to match the colour of the Pope? And that's why this never happened. So it's decided. The new Pope will be a Michael Jackson. Light the fire and send up the... Oh, uh, what do you think? Uh, send up the... Should we send up the off-the-wall smoke or send up the, the bad album smoke? I don't know. I know that's silly. Michael Jackson would have never been Pope. Not with all the allegations he had about the... Actually, anyway, moving on. So we'd been waiting for the smoke to rise from the Vatican. And on the second day... A new pope had been chosen by the Vatican Conclave, a 76-year-old former Archbishop of Buenos Aires. 76 years old. It's hardly worth the Conclave going home. He's now going by the name of Pope Francis I. That first bit is a bit presumptuous, isn't it? I mean, until you've made the sequel, you don't need to worry about the numbering. They didn't call the original Police Academy 1, which is a shame, because it would have given us a heads-up about what we were in for. And I'm a Star Wars fan, so I would be Pope Stephenus IV. And then at some point after me, Pope Stephenus I, II and III would come along and they'd be shit. I saw the new Pope do his first Mass. He delivered it more quickly than his predecessor, but I think what stood out more was his forceful presentation. And that makes sense, because Mass equals force over acceleration. Now that, you don't get many A-level physics jokes in a podcast, and now you know why. An interesting side note to all this is that the new Pope is Argentinian, and he had previously made a comment about the fact that he thinks Britain should give the Falklands back to Argentina. 
that's a very topical issue, because just this week the people on the island had a vote as to whether they wanted to stay British or not. The result was 99.8% in favour of staying British. David Cameron said, The white smoke over the Falklands was pretty clear. And David Lammy thought, Oh, racists. 99.8% is a pretty clear result, but it's not 100%. That means some on the island don't want to be British anymore. And I think I know who it is. I went over there to do some Vox Pops at the polling booth. Oh, can I ask, uh, which way are you voting today? I'm voting to retain our British status. And, and you? I'm voting to stay British, yeah. And which way are you voting? Uh, well, it's a secret ballot, by the way. The SomeNews.co.uk podcast. Fast cars, all the women, I think I want to be a Lib Dem. Now, I'm not going to joke about the Lord Renard part of the story. Sexual harassment in the workplace is a serious issue, even for me, and I work on my own at home. Some days I can't keep my hands off myself. I try to say no, but I'm, I'm very persuasive. How about a little, you know... Oh, do you mind? I'm trying to work. Oh, go on. You know you want to. Honestly, you've got a one-track mind. Me? Look, if you weren't up for it, you wouldn't be dressing like that. I'm not dressed at all. I'm working from home. Now, if you don't mind, I've got a writing deadline to hit. Oh, go on. Just a quick one. It's for a good cause. Good cause? Well, given what we do for a living, it'd be comic relief. But the Fast Cars one we can certainly cover. Chris Hewn and his ex-wife, Vicky Price, have both been found guilty of perverting the course of justice and have both been given a sentence of eight months in prison. It's a shame they split up. They've got so much in common. It all started back in 2003, when he was caught speeding on the A12, so it's true what they say, the only way actually is Essex. Uh, he got his then-wife to take his speeding points because he thought a driving ban could stop him getting elected. Or we could have thought there was something vaguely interesting about a Lib Dem. Either way, it was out of their comfort zone. Man, that's low though, isn't it? I have never pretended to be my own sexual partner. I think I phrased that badly, didn't I? G given the sketch at the start of this piece. What I mean is, I have never pretended to be my girlfriend. Certainly not outside the house, and never when she was home to see it. Uh, then Chris left Vicky for another woman, and Vicky went to the press to tell them of the crime that they both committed. Ah! For the sake of Vicky's nose, I hope she never falls out of the face. One headline said that Vicky wanted to nail him, and so did a younger woman, and therein lies the problem. So he denied it right up until the first day of the trial, when he suddenly remembered that he was guilty. Oh, did I say I didn't do it? Oh, I meant I did do it. Oh, I, I often get doing it and not doing it mixed up. As I was saying to the other Lib Dems when we defended our promise on tuition fees. But his ex pleaded not guilty and used the defence of marital coercion. A law from the 1920s. It was almost abolished in 1977, but somehow it still withers. It's like one of those old laws that state you can shoot a Welshman on a Friday with a crossbow or whatever. They're not relevant to the modern day world and they need removing. Do you think this ever happens? I'll tell you what, I don't half feel like invading England right now. Are you a madman? What? It's a Friday, isn't it? Ooh. And I'm busy this weekend. Oh well, I won't bother, see? The defence can only be used by wives, not husbands. It doesn't apply to civil partnerships and won't apply to gay marriage. Basically, it's a bit of an anomaly. And it's such a patronising law. It's saying that straight married women have less will than everyone else. It needs to go. And let's be honest, if a Lib Dem was proven to have forced a partner to do something they didn't want to do, forget jail, he should be the one working with David Cameron. She claimed that he nominated her as the driver of the car at the time without telling her and then surprised her with it. I've given some rubbish gifts in my time, but I've never done that. I, I didn't know what to get you, so I, I got you this. Surprise! Ooh, what is it? It's some speeding points. Oh, 
you shouldn't have. Don't worry, when I leave you for someone else, I'll wish I hadn't. The police have said this case will make people think differently about taking points for your partner, and it will. Because women, if your bloke comes home and he's been caught speeding, and you offer to take those points for him, and he says no, it means he's having an affair. That's the take-home message from this. Some say the actual prison sentence is a bit much. It costs us £5,000 a week to keep someone in prison. But he was an MP, so it probably cost us way more than that in expenses. Basically, we're making a net profit. And some say it's not fair that she got the same punishment that he did, even though they committed the same crime. I think that's because her story is more moving. I think it would make a great TV show. He used to bring me roses I wish he would some more But that was on the outside Before we met that whore the sumnews.co.uk podcast. Charles and Camilla are set to get a James Bond-style armoured car to protect them against attacks. It's a £30,000 BMW. It comes with special features, plus the standard features you get with a BMW, like a, a small handbook on how to drive like a knobhead. I mean, I assume all BMWs come with that. If not, it's an impressive coincidence. It's a lot of taxpayers' money to spend, but I don't mind as long as I'm there to see it get handed over. Ah, double O Wales, pay attention. This is your new car, with a few modifications. Uh, yes, like my last car that was modified to run on red wine. No, that, that wasn't a car. You were getting a piggyback from Gaza. Uh, this is a £30,000 armour-plated BMW with bulletproof windscreen and poison gas detector. But it doesn't even have indicators. It's a BMW. It's not like you'd use them. What does this button do? Don't push that. That's the ejector seat. Ejector seat? Could you make an ejector throne? Why do you ask? It's the only way I'll get the bloody job. One more thing that makes this the perfect car for a quick getaway. What's this? That's the phone number for Chris Hune's ex-wife. The sumnews.co.uk podcast. A 20-year-old Wisconsin man accused of engaging in lewd behaviour in a library has been banned from all libraries on the face of the earth. So if ever humanity colonises Mars, watch out if you use the library there. This guy will be getting his dong out. Tyree S. Carter was accused of openly masturbating in a public library. What had happened? What did the first L drop off the sign? A witness told investigators Carter was out in the open, not trying to conceal his act. Only hope that as soon as someone noticed, someone went over and said, Shh! I don't think it's a harsh punishment. If you can't use a library, you should be banned from them. The reverse is true as well. If you go to Spearmint Rhino with a good book, out you go. I think more people should be banned from libraries, actually. Anyone who's noisy, anyone who folds pages, anyone who wants to shoot JFK. Getting banned from a library is an odd thing, though, and it made me wonder, have you ever been banned from somewhere or thrown out from somewhere? I asked the question on Twitter, and here are some of the answers. Mary Mary 22 says she was asked to leave a folk club by the rubbish act for laughing. If you laugh when no one else does, you really should come and see me do some comedy. At planet underscore Lesty, at school, a cross-country running team trip resulted in the school being banned going forward from Barla Youth Hostel. At just SJP, the closest I got was being refused entry to a club with a fake ID. I stood my ground and argued with a bouncer, got unstuck when he asked when my birthday was, and then asked me to do the signature, and I couldn't even spell a name. At John underscore Paul Harper, he says he was thrown out of a pub on the King's Road for shouting abuse at Bob Geldof when he walked past. Fair enough. Uh, he was banned from army cadets after p***ing in another kid's iron whilst on summer camp. And he said he was kicked out of a club for putting the contents of a glow stick on my hands, then putting my handprint on bums and boobs. 
I was going to say caught red-handed, but it's more of a green colour, isn't it? Uh, at Ploddy Pop, thrown out of karaoke night for trying to sing too much under false names. The DJ basically loved exercising his power. At Inaka1980, uh, she was thrown out of a German city with my scout group. We were singing after Holland beat Germany in the European Championships. At Son of Gav, got thrown out of a Weatherspoons for having someone else smash my pint glass. Oh, double loss that day. At Tony Garcia, yep, nightclub, when I was asked to become a member and replied, why would I want to? This is where elephants go to die. At underscore pagan underscore, thrown out of Bible camp for blacking up and performing Word Up by Cameo for a talent night, uh, banned from returning also. That's weird, isn't it? That's weird. That's not as popular as it used to be. At Lou underscore Lou underscore one, uh, not sure if this counts, but was banned from singing in the Brownie Christmas Carol service because I was so bad. Bit harsh when you're only nine. You know, you've got to learn at some point, though. <laughs> Says me. I'm aware how bad the singing was in my Prisoner Cellbook H sketch earlier on. At Yar underscore Reed, barred from a restaurant for complaining about a meal when I was out with the service users when I worked in mental health. And at Immaculate G Head said... Thrown out of a gay club for kissing my boyfriend. Yes, I'm all woman. Well, you may not be a lady, but at least we know that much. The SomeNews.co.uk podcast. That's it for another episode. If you've enjoyed the podcast, subscribe on iTunes, but also email or Facebook it to a friend or something like that. Uh, the details are at SomeNews.co.uk. And you can follow me on Twitter at Mr. Stephen Allen. Till next time, bye. The Some News Podcast. Get more at somenews.co.uk.